Ladies and gentlemen, do be alarmed. It is Friday. And it's time now for the two young chefs to enter into the kitchen and stir that pot. That's right, people. It is time for stirring the pot with Mo Mac and the one and only. Enjoy. Good evening, Duan. How you doing? Today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, sir? And I'm feeling a little cold and crisp, but everything is ever fresh around here, man. You sounding real crisp, brother. Oh like a- man, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. All praise be to Mo Mac Attack, of course. We're talking <laughs> right? about right. We're talking about microphones, the wires, the connector, the whole damn, the whole thing. It's amazing. I don't know how they do it and still stay alive, but apparently they could do it. So I love it. Thank you to the Taiwanese kids, if that's how you say it. The Taiwanese kids or the Chinese. I'm not sure where the technology is coming from. Well, hopefully it's not slave labor. Hopefully. I hope not, man. We support. But you know what they say? The iPhones, you know, hey, come on. It was that scandal, right? Like the the workers who are building iPhones and whatnot for our for our needs, right? Like everybody talks about, oh, I'm such a good vegetarian. I'm doing, you know, I don't really know what the impact of it is of eating like vegetables as opposed to hamburgers or whatever, you know, the, the thing may be. But, you know, you might be throwing away who knows how many freaking gallons of plastic, you know, dishwasher this. And, you know, think about all the technology you got in your house that needs to be thrown out. And you're like, oh my God, that's going into a landfill. It's got to be so bad for, you know, all the toxic shit that's in the, that's this stuff. Uh, it's horrible. It's all it's bad. Horrible. It's all bad, but it's all good. You know why? Because we're here and we're doing this audio thing, man. Let's talk about this audio thing. This, I believe that's what's on your mind for this episode. Episode 12, redo of Stirring the Pot. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, um, what happened last episode was an experiment. And within that experiment, things went good, but um, it was just not too our liking but it was something we had to do yeah and let's be honest we were hurting the kids we were hurting family time we were hurting one time i mean we were hurting everything so yeah we will not be doing that again exactly um it was fun though but you were speaking about audio and what great of a segue to jump into this topic yeah the importance of social audio and (laughs) I want to talk about, is it something that is for everyone and why it may not be for some? And we're going to get into a whole other bunch of things with the topics. Well, yeah, let's start from the get-go. I mean, I think audio audio is the first art form. Audio is the first art form. And what I mean by that language is that first abstraction, something that we all dabble in immediately as we're brought into society or the tribal, whatever you want to call it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that is how we're brought into being able to express ourselves, going from screaming kids to being able to speak the language. And the way, you know, and if we master that kind of communication, woo boy, it goes from being, you know, you're just a regular person to, you know, you're like godlike, to be honest, you know? Exactly. Can know I mean, that's one of the, 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 hallmarks of a great leader is their ability to orate exactly and just imagine how far we have come as a species where language and communication audio has been an integral part in our survival 
But the first time you hear yourself record it, it's just magical. Here we are. We talk all the time, every single day. But just imagine those first people who had that technology and were able to hear their voice played back. It was as if they were hearing a different person, even though they have heard their voice all their life. Yeah, only in their head because nobody said, man, I sound just like I sound in my head. I'm so yeah. sexy. They're like, damn, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> right. That what I sound like? You know, like most people have that reaction. That what I sound like? Nah, this, this microphone, mm, something wrong with it. But honestly, no, that's exactly what you sound like, brother. That's exactly right. That's you sound like that. So it's actually a funny, it's a funny thing to go through that whole experience, man. But you know what? We all got to do it. Exactly. We all got to do it. And, you know, in some ways, this particular social audio or podcasting is a throwback to how things used to be when it was a time oh. where everyone gathered around not to watch the game, but to listen to the game. Right. Story time, right? It's back like to story time and how we used to like sit around the fire and listen or honestly just growing up and being with your friends, man, that, that uh, you know, talking with people. That's what we do for most of our time i would say yeah unless you're a nerd and you read books but i mean even that is reading it's also words off a page so they're actually somebody is in some way speaking that communicating that to you but through a different medium exactly it's interesting. and what's <clears throat> really important too is that even the radio itself it was this was cutting edge high definition technology this was not we think of a radio now as something that's sitting in your attic but the radio back then was the flat screen tvs it was taking you to a whole different world especially once you brought sound effects into the mix background music and you took people out of their realities in life and into uh this auditory world oh man i can't even imagine. you know what you tell me i think radio is one of the most amazing inventions ever to one like it just sounds like you know uh, uh old technology or whatever to these kids now but imagine back in the day i mean you got a transmitter basically an antenna and if you see that shit you'd be like really that's gonna my voice is gonna end up places because of that and basically anybody could buy a receiver a receiver mind you not connected to anything that works off batteries and it could be anywhere in range of that antenna and pick up the motherfucking sound so I mean, your whole, your, I mean, you, you are being thrown through the airwaves and nobody could hear you. I mean, you exist there until they have a receiver and they catch that in real time. I mean, that is amazing technology to me. Exactly. And it's interesting with the technology that you're speaking of. A lot of people, at least kids would think, well, that sounds like Wi-Fi. That's because it is. The Wi-Fi technology we use now is based off of the radio. In some ways, the Technology has evolved, but it still has its foundation back in the day. I know, right? And, it, and it's funny to think about all these things. I mean, the only difference is now that we're sending ones and zeros it's digital, it's in a way uh, easier not to lose certain spots. But overall, it's honestly, it's, it's still freaking analog waves, man. It's still the same information. Not that much has changed because at the end of the day, sound is sound. Exactly. And with sound came the revolution of not just the music, but also the personalities. So for the first time, people are beginning to hear about topics that they never heard talked about in their area, or it was kind of a select few. And radio took on this form of entertainment. So 
you know, like let's think not even just the Howard Stearns, but all these other radio disc jockeys out there were dominating the airwaves at a time when television, once television kind of took over, was still slouching a bit in terms of programming. And I feel because of the radio personalities, they sort of brought that to television in a way. But but to, to recap, man, I was just talking about the, the olds and the greats. I mean, the Orson Welles and oh, yes. you know, back in the days, those other like great, like, tr- I mean, they just changed the landscape. You know, when you fucking hear like that Orson and Welles things, it must have blown everybody's mind. Like, what the hell are we doing? We get oh, yeah. It, you know, definitely in its zenith. And I feel the television kind of as that song says, killed the radio star in a way where you could be seen for the first time. So people could actually know who you are and they didn't just have to match your voice to a face. They knew exactly who you were. And I think this was kind of, in some ways, the downfall of radio. Um, so but television. You know what? Let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. Is it just the downfall of radio or some might argue might be the downfall of society? I mean, I don't want to get extra on this. But it just reminds me of that whole uh, debate they had about Nixon and Kennedy, right? I mean, we're going old school presidents, but that's kind of at the cusp when things change from radio being the dominating force or being equal and TV being kind of equal. The debate was broadcast on radio for most people. Heard it that mm-hmm. way. And then they had it. Let's just do a little recap. And then they also heard some people watched it on TV. Now, the great thing about it is the people that watched it on TV were like, oh, Kennedy, he was great. He was fantastic. He killed it. But the people who listened to it, the substance of the words that were being spoken were like Richard Nixon is the man. So same event, two different mediums, and one had somebody else's strengths show through, while the other one had the suave, the veneer, not that sleazy-looking scumbag that Nixon was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe that tells you something, man. Maybe the visual, you know, reveals more than you could hear just through the voice. So that's also interesting. And I believe this is what um, this is what basically uh, radio can never really have um, perfected. You know, what I mean, that visual to the experience. So and I think this is where things changed. And like you said, maybe downfall of civilization or society is a bit much. But I believe this is where separated and the television allowed people maybe who weren't as imaginative and immersive in audio experience to know everything they didn't have to think about the trees and how they looked; they could just see the trees they didn't have to think about all this imaginative things because it was just there for them on the tv and the tv did great things mtv oh it, it was all it was our generation completely where we've seen all our favorite music videos we learned more about culture etc and etc but then the thing called the internet came along and i think the internet is kind of what gave uh the voice back to radio to words actually but here that's the thing right it's 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 the reason i brought that up and not that it's the end of society but it's that great debate about intelligence right is right. the audio format a little bit more for the intelligent types or do yeah. the cerebral words love it right we all know that women have better um whatchamacallit those parts of the brains and all that stuff i mean i won't get into the the, the science behind it because i don't want to be misquoting stuff so i won't quote anything but hey for the most part the ladies got better talking abilities and better communication abilities than the men hey in general in my experience i think most of us could agree with that 
And we know the ladies here on Anchor are very smart, not only beautiful, but smart, and you can hear in their voices. So Yeah, yeah. Do applause for that, you know. Thank Indeed. you for listening. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, they're listening to me. I feel <laughs> I feel a little bit like, yo, I gotta duck. I gotta duck. This is not a good look. But so you know, the fact that that communication channel is a viable channel or is it dying, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, the masses aren't interested in being in the smart shit. They don't care about the smart shit. I think that's not true. I just think there's not enough. um, It's not an easy enough way to get what you're after. And I think what you're saying has opened that floodgate wide open for anybody to take it, you know, can you know they just have to put in the work and see the opportunity exactly and adding on to that i think what the internet did is it equalized the voice not just of the corporations but also the citizens the listeners the ones who um, were always sending in fan mail on what they could do better but they never got a chance to shine only on public access channels that became the internet and i feel in a lot of ways People were primed and ready to listen again, but that's just a matter of, like you said, finding that perfect way to deliver it to people. And I think one of the great examples of this, to fast forward a bit more into current, is Anchor. I think Anchor does a great job of providing a person who doesn't know anything about podcasting a chance to not only set up their podcast, but to be able to share it to other people and to get people to listen to what it is they have to say. But the problem is that do they really want to listen? Do they, are they conditioned to listen? Do they have that sort of attention span? Because (laughs) as weird as it sounds, audio can be the hardest thing for some people to listen to when there's no visual aid because we're so conditioned to get the full package. This has to be video and audio and audio combined, but just audio alone, who really wants to hear that? You know why though? Let's take it a step back though. But that's, I think because most of us don't know the potential of our voices or how to use them to communicate. Right. You hear a lot of monotone motherfuckers. You hear a lot of people that don't put a lot of, um, I don't know, like a lot of heart and energy into their speaking and stuff like that. And nobody wants to listen to that. It's like, oh, yeah. I, I don't care about how great your ideas or words are if you don't make me believe that your ideas are great. And wonderful. Mm. You know, so you got to bring it. I don't care how you do it. But let, but let, let me give you another point to talk about, Juan. Let's talk about this. What, you know, people say shit about fucking anchor sucking this being that. And I have to admit, I love to open it up to what should the app be doing for us. But let's talk about the good shit that it does. The one good, I will just put one thing out there that I think it does really well. It shows people how the sausage is made. Oh shit, Romanian reference. Thank you very much. <laughs> Throw that in there. But we listen. come to that lovely subject. We still have to taste this Romanian sausage. I'm going to make that sausage for y'all one day. And that's what our freaking fur is going to be stirring the pot sausage. But anyway, wait, that just sounded pause. (laughs) We got to cut that out. We got to cut that out. We're not going there. We're not going there. But what I think it does do, right? You can see like our show right here, you're kind of seeing it happen. It's your own. I mean, why? Because you only need the phone and to have the mic on right and you're talking you create a podcast with another person live it's happening right here so they could anybody who gets on the app could learn from hearing listening to the people on the app and seeing how it's done 
And hey, a lot of people do do that, you know. I think we all learn from each other. Some people take the bad and not the good, but that's another subject. Momac, you bring up a great point that I want to get all deep into, and that is with video, you don't really even have to have a great voice. How many times have you watched a YouTube video and the person is giving information? It's, it's entertaining and stuff, but their voice is kind of, eh, it's okay. Yeah. And, and I notice this more often than not because, you know, I'm in the nature of talking and using audio, so it's something I can easily spot and those are the people that I tend to like more that they have that voice that's just you know it fits with what they are doing and I think that's what apps like anchor do and podcasting does is you're really naked and vulnerable because if you don't have it everyone will be able to listen they'll know they'll know if you don't got it and it's cool if people are nice and friendly but you just some people you could just tell excuse me some people you could just tell like ooh. This person, mm. they're not going to last. No, they're not going to last because it's hard for them, right? Like it's it's something to get over at first. And let me tell you, at first, I was real shy and I wasn't hip to doing this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, didn't have, I came on this app with zero years of any kind of audio, anything. I was a guy that was timid to pick up the phone. Believe this, I was a guy that was p- timid to. Yo, any brother, any guy that's a teenager right now should be on this fucking app to learn how to talk to people. And especially be with the ladies, because there's nothing like the confidence of being able to speak to a people, man. And it's easy. It's also hard at the same time. It's deceptively easy and deceptively hard because it all depends on your confidence. Momac, you bring up such a great point about that um, being on this app for the first time. Now, obviously, you're a household name. Everyone knows who you are. They know who I am. But they didn't know who we were at first. So it can be kind of awkward to be in an environment where you don't know anyone and you really don't know what to say. So um, you just kind of just say, fuck it. I'm just going to say something. And great things can come from that. Because one thing with Anchor, what's really great for new beginners is that you get feedback instantly. So you're not as reliant on friends and family to share everything to their Facebook and their Twitter and hope that somebody clicks on it and you beg them enough and they'll listen. You actually get people who are already in the life of using audio and they'll give you tips maybe, or they'll say, Oh, I like this or that, et cetera. So that's a great thing. Like, let me just give a shout out to one person. For example, when I heard, black girl experience for the first time aka jasmine i was like she's she has it i just Mm. like she has it like i i knew i had to put her out there echo her stuff get her discovered because she had that sort of voice not only just in the, the way it sounded but also the attitude and the 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 courage to speak her mind that you just know like okay this isn't that bullshit she's trying to peddle this or that she's just basically right. like we got she's some shit to talk person. about yes yes and she's so interesting and she's got great stories i mean how can you go wrong right she knows how to keep the conversation going yeah she's she's I hope she never leaves. I hope she stays on forever. She's good. she's good with the interactions too. Talk about you know what's the thing I love most is a good looking girl that's friendly. Oh my God, God bless you, ladies that are friendly. You don't have to be like all and you know like you know some women are like that, but that's you know, what maybe that's what keeps the app interesting. Yes, yes, it does keep the app interesting, and I love having friendly people on the app. Right, like. 
friendliness is another thing. Hold, hold on. That's almost a whole nother thing that you can go into in the audio land, right? Like that's almost like the art of charm, being able to be charming, man, no matter what, because here's the deal, right? I am very, um, I don't know if caustic is the thing, but I'm abrasive, right? Like I, I, I could say some shit. Mm-hmm. And if I was honest, you know, it just sounded like this motherfucking moment. What a fucking asshole. You know, and it's, and the reason I bring it up is because Tony kind of pointed it out not too long ago, and I'm like, what's the difference? And the difference is that I think I get away with it with my voice a little bit because I'm just a little more charming when audio is there, right? But you can't do that shit in text. No, in text it's just words, and that's it. there's no there's no making it sound cuter or nicer or whatever the hell it is that I'm doing. It's just like oh, this fucking bag. <laughs> you know, so. I think the art of charm goes a long way for audio apps and having a persona that people will come back to, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, You can have two people present the same topic and the person who just presents it in a charming way and charismatic way, you're going to obviously gravitate towards them more. And that can sometimes become a a problem for some people uh, where they feel if they don't have enough personality, but they have all this research that they should be heard more because they actually are talking about something. So it's always that tug of war going back and forth. I did the fucking research. Yeah, how sad is that to to be, you know, like hanging on to the research, but nobody wants to listen to you. <laughs> but that, those, are the, those are the people that like, you know, people are dying and shit. And they're like, yeah, I told you. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings up another great point where. So with personality um, in audio form, I think there's something to it that's a bit different if you were to watch the person on video now some people can translate well from video to audio and it's it's still effective but i don't know if everyone can do that almost in a way the radio kind of brings back this um intimate connection that sometimes video can't really establish because it's just one person in the video talking to people but it's not that personal connection you know what i'm saying like when it's audio it's like you're listening to a person's soul pour out you when know, they talk about yeah when they... you are brilliant one reason though because look how comfortable you are i mean you just paint us a picture right now you got your feet up maybe you're on the couch you're like you're, you're swaying back a little bit or maybe you're standing up a little bit more i mean whatever you're doing you're probably very comfortable right now you can't pull that shit off on video you know what i mean you can't just be laying in a hoodie somewhere relaxed yeah. feeling about yourself and you, you just can't pull off that look because first of all people are gonna have some you know like that whole thing positive vibes talks about the book judging a book by its cover you're gonna be judged mm-hmm. and at the same time you're gonna have that extra other problem of knowing that the camera is there yes this, this audio stuff hey man you press record you put the phone on the side it's like you're talking to people but you're not necessarily talking to something and having that third eye on you and that uncomfortableness of being watched. Ooh, that, you know, some people could deal with it, but most of us, I can't do it. I feel, I look totally different on camera and it's not a good look. You bring up a great point in that camera. It's like, it's in this, it's like almost like somebody's like 
judging you and looking at you. You know what yes. I mean? You're thinking, oh, my God, my hair is looking like this. Oh, I've mm-hmm. gained some weight. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. you're looking at all this physical stuff. And it kind of can sometimes take you out of the narrative or whatever it is you're trying to talk about. And, of course, everybody else is going to be nitpicking you like crazy. Like, why did you have that in the background? Why did you not use this sort of filter or whatever? But when it's audio, what I tend to notice is that a lot of people, let's say with Anchor again, they don't mm-hmm. even notice if a person's using a lavalier mic or right. a my iPhone mic. They just are listening to the content. And it tends to be more what I tend to find is those who are um, more free with their words, they tend to get complimented on that a lot. When you say more free, what do you mean by free with their words? So, for instance... Sometimes mm-hmm. people will tell me, oh, Dewan, you know, you just, you keep it so real and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I notice, like, I'm like, well, everybody else is keeping it real to some degree, right? But what I realize is what they're really saying is that, Dewan, you don't um, think in the way that I would or typically people that I know with the stuff that you are saying. So stuff that's normal for me to be able to um, express it can be for some people, they would never do that publicly. Uh, since the way you express yourself, you're in the moment, there's nothing holding you back. There's no filter. Yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely, you know, connecting with the audience in a special way. That's for sure. Yeah, at least I try to, I aspire to. Um, because like when I press that, and this is another point you brought up, that was great. When I record, it's like, it's like I'm talking to a confessional booth. It, it doesn't feel like I'm just talking on the mic, seeing how people are doing. It's like I'm going to war. It is. I really, <laughs> I really transform into a different person, and that's where Dewan and Only comes in. Um, it's a sort of different feel. It's kind of like the same feel as that camera. You know that you are going to be heard by people, right? You know that people are going to be listening to this. So. You want to make sure that they are getting the information exactly as how you want it to be translated. And also, you want to sometimes maybe get a little bit under their radars. It's stuff that they it won't hit them right yet, but it'll hit them later. Oh, that's a great point. I mean, you know what? I think you do it great, but thinking about what you're doing as, hey, I'm stepping up to the stage, man. I'm going to, you know, knock it out of the park. Like, it is a performance. You know, it's not just nonchalantly talking with the garbage man or the door right. man or whatever however it is, right? Yes. You got to take it to the next level. And that's what we're here for, you know? I mean, I get it. Like, I've, I've heard this, this thing talked about before. And most of the people that say they hate Anchor 2 say, you know, they lost that piece of it. They lost the little neighborhood talk, the water cooler talk. Mm-hmm. But I say, why don't you just step it up to another level? Why don't you have, you know, instead of just being too easy with your language or whatever it is make it more interesting when you're having that water cooler talk say something impactful under a minute instead of meandering although i'm guilty of this too especially in my last couple ways meandering for four to five minutes talking about blah 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 nobody wants to hear that shit man be you know be direct well well momak let's 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 take this a little bit back i don't think that's your problem you know what i think it's a problem of i think it's a problem of people not liking that anchor is a lot bigger than what they are used to because before 
it was it wasn't as if people weren't talking about the same things they were now. It just was a smaller community where you can literally hear everybody in a day and, you know, you still can eat breakfast. (laughs) Whereas now it's so big and gigantic now that you literally are you can go weeks without listening to people and they're having a whole conversation and it doesn't really need to be certain sets of people to even listen to you anymore for you to get listened. You can get a ton of listens from other people and it doesn't even matter with certain people anymore. Whereas before it was certain people on anchor where if they didn't really listen to you, it was like you weren't getting any listens. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. They were like gatekeepers that used to, uh, yes. Yes. Gatekeepers. Now that's an interesting thing. You know, that's something to talk about social media in general. What about the gatekeepers, the people shutting down the stuff, the languages and things like that? Because I was going to say, I didn't notice that as much and I didn't care for it, but I'll tell you what I have noticed. I feel guilty now not listening to some of the stations that I love, but I just don't get to them. You know, like mm-hmm. something's changed. I don't know what it is, but when I walk out the door, like you're right before I felt like I got a lot more listened to and a lot more said in my first 10 to 15 minutes of my walk. Whereas now I might be listening to two, three segments and barely make one, one segment on the seven minute workout, which I try to keep to two minutes and I'm almost at work. I'm like, shit, I'm done. I'm, I can't do more than this, you know? So for me, yeah, something, something's definitely off big time. You know what that can be simply that you just, your habits are changing. Um, even with me, some people may think I use anchor all the time, but in the volume and degree that I do use it, it has changed. Um, even the times I do make the audio, um, like even today, I barely listen to any one station. I was totally selfish today and I wanted to go in immediately and post my content and that's it. I wanted to post my content, watch YouTube. I didn't, I didn't even want to listen to anybody. Should I tried for a little bit, but it was messed up, but you bring up a great point where anchor fatigue can sometimes set in or burnout where you just get to a point where, you know, it's not that people changed in some ways you change the person. Sometimes you can grow out of, you know, hearing the same people talk about the same things over and over again. Whereas a different perspective in a different day, you can actually enjoy these conversations and find them meaningful. The same thing can give you different feels, you know, well, yeah, and I think you have to be ready for it sometimes. Sometimes it's like, I don't have enough time. I want to focus on this. Like, you know, recently my workload at work has been through the roof and mm-hmm. I haven't had time even like making, you know, like healthy meals or anything like shit. What the hell did I have today? Oh, Subway. I just had Subway today. You know, uh, Black Forest ham though, it's one of the lower calorie sandwiches, you know, with a lot of veggies, but still. Mm-hmm. Um I think the fact that not having the time and, the, you know, if you don't have a plan of attack, if you're not like a creature of habit who, who like knows what they're going to do with stuff, yeah, audio, social, whatever, you know, control, and you're just ad hoc like me, oh, it's a mess. No, you, you're never going to, you're never going to be caught up ever. So that's another thing, man. Talking about being caught up, that's never going to happen for me. I just heard uh, Victoria Bacon was talking about this on her station to where, she is creating segments now to detail what it is she does on her phone to help her um, use her phone in a more strategic way where she's balancing her time with the kids and et cetera. So I thought that was very interesting because for someone like me, using the phone is like using the bathroom. 
it's just what I do. It's, I don't even really think about it. I just wake up from the right. moment I wake up till I go to sleep in some way or another. I'm on my phone. Now, that could be because I'm a loser who's lonely and single, so I have all the time in the world to be on this shit, and I'm a janitor that really doesn't have any crazy responsibilities, so I can listen to Anchor the whole fucking day if I wish. That's probably why I have so much time to do it, but in that same vein, I know mm -hmm. it's also because I just... It's, it's something I can just, it's, it's just something I'm passionate about. I find passion in coming up with ideas, being creative, getting people to think, um, and getting people to engage in ways <clears throat> that I exactly want. It's, it can be fun to do that at times for me. And that's, in a way, my video game. Some people, board, board, Borderlands, like you were doing, <laughs> yes. that's, that's my Borderlands, it's Anchor, in a lot of ways. Social media is just as much of a release of expression. It's also a game of strategic planning and tact to be able to get your message and be effective in the exact way you want. And when people respond to it, well, it's, you feel like you want a Super Bowl. Yes, I totally feel with you. When you're talking about that Super Bowl feeling, ooh, it could happen almost anytime. I mean, I think your station could definitely pick that kind of fire up any day, any time, and it just takes a couple notifications, you know, some of those interactions. Now you got, uh, let's talk about what Anchor's been doing to make this thing a little bit audio, but the text, do you think the text, I, I mean, we gotta bring it up again, right? Yeah. In general, do you think texting people and having that line of communication is a hindrance or a help for the social audio people in general? Anybody that's interested in audio? That's great. Great question. Because you think it would be counterintuitive to social audio where we would only want it to be audio. But some right. things I did notice that are that change. For one, um, I notice a lot more people now are interactive, whereas back in the day on Anchor One, you had to reply with audio. There was no means of doing anything with text. So it probably deterred some people from using the app because it was too much effort and energy to go into it, not just to listen to everybody, but if you wanted to say something, your ass was going to have to um, reply to them audibly, whereas now... Flirting around with each other for a while. This lovely couple that I'm speaking of right now is your eardrums and the podcast show known as Stirring the Pot. So I want you to uh, sit back and relax and enjoy this marriage of your eardrums and stirring the pot. We're talking about social audio and anchor. And give me the reason why that's no good with the text or why that is good with the text. Because I thought, you know, when they brought in the text, I was like, oh, fuck this Twitter world. It went from being an audio Twitter to being Twitter Twitter. But <laughs> I, I was wrong. I, I think I might be wrong. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you my initial reactions. At first, I thought. Well, Anchor's gone to shit now. No one's going to want to talk. <laughs> but I initially was like, fuck. Now no one's going to want to call in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I started to notice something. What I started to notice was that it gave more attention to the station and the auditor or whatever you want to call it. 
So in a way, it made what I was doing more effective where people were having convo amongst themselves, branching off of my topic. Now, this is something I used to always be very insecure about back in the day. And that was I would start a conversation. Okay. Yeah. That and people legit. would take some part of the conversation and they'll talk about it themselves. They would go on their own station and have their own idea from it. Oh. And I'd be like, well, these people stole my idea. <laughs> Damn motherfuckers. <laughs> what I was doing is actually what a lot of people out here are fighting to do. They're fi- they want people to be able to listen to them enough to not just where they're saying, hey, I like what you said. You said a lot of great stuff. You know, you were like saying a lot of something, you know, like, what was that one dude? He said that to me. <laughs> but, but basically, you are affecting culture. When you get yes. to a point where not people are just calling in to respond, but they're actually wanting to use their I- that idea for their own, it's a good thing. It shows that you You're are on to something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what the comments do in a way is you are allowing people to have a voice from what you are saying and you can engage with them in the comments. But what I have found, sometimes I just let them loose. They, they all going to comment. And I've had like, you know, 20 comments or something. On oh my God. And yeah. I didn't respond once. So oh. that's, that's cool. You know how we were saying earlier, like I was like, Oh, I can't get to my station. So sometimes, you know, you're my favorite station and I come to there late. So I, I be getting there like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at posts. I'm always checking out the posts and sometimes 23, 24 hour old posts. I go to the comments and it's like the fucking Ten Commandments or some shit. The Bible and stuff scrolling, yes. Yes. scrolling through the comments. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some epic stuff is going on in the comments. So don't get, don't sleep on the comments. Though. That is some real shit happens there. It's amazing, actually. And I'm telling you, I just realized this like maybe today that how how effective the comments can be because at first i'm I'm an audio purist audio diehard so i was just always kind of irritant like i was irritated when i would see them but what i realized is that this keeps the convo going so i've had people who have eventually asked me that sort of stuff or even brought it on their station to where they had a convo on my station so i think it's kind of it was an ego thing for me at first, but I realize now it's like that's the power of ideas is that you are able to have an idea start something and it goes in a whole different direction. And you don't always need the credit. Right. But you know what's even more amazing? Check this out. Check this out. What's even more amazing is that your um, the comments that are happening right there, they're happening live, right? is warm and fuzzy at the same time like you want you know what i mean like it, yeah you do a good job by the way with the comments so uh i just gotta give you a big up for that man because the comments I, I i enjoy checking to other people and learning from that i'm like yo when Juan makes comments with those little texts it's like damn how do you get so much good shit in like 10 words you know what's funny um i've it was because of Instagram and Facebook that I became better with text comments. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. Like you kind of need all those tools in a way to get to this point where I can easily respond to something um, that I get a comment and it can be just as effective and get my message across as if I was saying it. So that was something that was very important to me because I used to always be great. I was always great with the audio, but the texting mm-hmm. was kind of, at first it was hard to do because I couldn't really 
emote the way I would want to. But then I just, over time, I just kind of got it to a science where, you know, I, it's so many times on Facebook that I get the most popular comment on the, the particular post that's, that's made by some company or whatever, and people are laughing at the stuff. So it just kind of gives me more creative ideas to use elsewhere, like on Anchor. So, yeah. yeah and, and the reason I like it the most is because you're like clever. F- it's like, it's so hard to do for all those white assholes out there you know the ones you know who you are you're not you got no hate like you got no hate and like nobody's gonna ever miss it i'm like the one the one trying to slight me nah man it's like some of the best the best original funny ass comments ever so that's so that's a good look that is a good look and it, it it makes the conversation so much better i feel like once you drop your comments people are encouraged to comment more how about that how about that people are encouraged to comment even more that's amazing to me. Exactly. And what's so cool about those comments as well for me is that they really just kind of take on a life of their own. You know, it's, it's so fun sometimes to be able to have people just like going back and forth and you don't even have any anything in it. So anything invested in it, you just go into the next subject. So comments are a great thing for audio because they allow the listener to be heard, but they still listen. So um, that's something that I'm starting to realize too, is that when people call in, I want them to call in because they want to. I don't want them to call in because they feel like they have to. So, um, because I'm the one that's the voice. I'm the one that's presenting the ideas and, and, you know, whatever. And there, sometimes not everybody does that. Not everybody has the voice to be able to talk. And that sounds crazy because everybody has a voice and they can talk. But it's a certain way you craft, like we were talking about when you realize people are listening. It's a certain way some people come alive. And some people, they just, you know, they're just cool people. But it's not really stuff that your cousin will listen to him like who is that you know what i mean like i get that all yeah, the time yeah. from people they're like who is that who is that or i hear people say oh i was talking about you duan on this or that or my mom was listening to you and this and that so i get that often so um i'm realizing now that with the with much years of denial that i do have a great voice for uh radio but i'm not one of those radio faces type people that's ugly as hell no no not that no 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 <laughs> So you could do both if you had to, but you just, but your main asset is the voice. So no, no matter what, they're going to recognize they need to hear you in high fidelity, high five to one all the time. But that's um, damn you right. know what I was just thinking, that's damn right. But what I was thinking about this is how much onus are we going to have to put on the app makers? I have just realized that I've been taking these anchor developers or at least the conceptual people for granted. Because I just realized, check this out with the comments, I was like, you know, it would be cool if the comments were longer. But dum-dum, me, didn't realize just until recently that the coolest part about the comments said that they have a to what you're talking about. It pop the fuck up when you're talking, when the person was writing them in. How cool is that? And they can't be too long because, motherfucker, I ain't got time to listen to the one and only and also read a long-ass comment, right? Because it just flashes on the screen for a little bit. Right. But that is a great way to get the audience, the conversation, to spark new ideas in real time. So, wow. What a fucking great tool, man. I got to say, they made a great tool for us. They did. It's a great fucking tool. 
Now, another thing that's interesting about the comments, and the person made this comment in opposition to me, uh, which I won't say the name, but he, he claimed that when he makes the comments, it actually enriches the experience for everyone else. So that was a bit egotistical to say, but it made me think um, some people, I guess they are there to type comments more so than actually talk. And that's fine by me, you know, as long as um, a person's engaging in anything, that's cool by my standards. But um, as a content creator myself, like, it would be weird for me to just go total comment mode on every one station. I would have to say something eventually. Yeah, that's you, though. That's you, because you, you got the ability to voice. But like you said, man, what if this guy, you know, let's take that video analogy. What if they ugly as fuck? And their voice sound like a chipmunk or some shit, you know, that you, you can't put your mm. voice out there, you know. So that's the problem. Maybe every time you spoke to somebody, everybody went running or some shit, you know. So I don't know who it was or how it was, but maybe, you know, that's their lane. The comments is their lane. They staying in their lane, you know. Right. It, bre- it breeds a whole new a whole new creator of content in some ways, you know, uh, where some people, they want to do the comment thing and they want to take over a conversation. And I think people are listening to the convo as it's unfolding and maybe they're talking amongst themselves, but to go in there to dominate the convo is just, it's very weird. Cause, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's different. Yeah. Dominating is very different. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't like, can legit. you dominate with comments? That's, that's kind of weird, right? Like who wants to take over a, a comment section on anchor? <laughs> well, yeah. That's like photo bombing, right? Right. Like you're, you're way in the back and whatever. All right. Yeah. You, you, you're getting your attention or whatever, but look, trust me, man. Nobody's really there to try to look at you <laughs> just looking like a fool. But, oh, I mean, look, I'm taking a little bit of a step too because I don't know what exactly you're talking about. But, yeah, I never was crazy about the comments. Like, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I need the comments more than the audio. I, Let me audio give you voice. an example, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm presenting some – let's say – let's go back to – um that particular moment where uh, that infamous convo we were having about the, um, you know what I'm saying and that why black mm-hmm. people say, <laughs> Oh yeah. That was, that had, was a lot of, there was a, like, a it, so basically for those that don't know, uh, I had this ask a black man, uh, thing on my station and someone asked, why do black people love to say, you know what I'm saying? And from that sparked this whole controversial topic of that, you know, it's not really black people that say it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in the comments, it was as if it was as if it dominated the conversation more so than the audio to where you kind of had to go to the comments because it was just so many comments going back and forth between like, I think it was like four people at the time. So wow. that yeah, yeah. stuff like that can kind of be challenging sometimes as a content not challenging but it's, it's a different level of challenge where information that you are presenting goes over well but not in the way that you anticipated you know what i mean it's like you're getting the engagement people are noticing and looking but sometimes it's almost to um not so much your benefit but it's like kind of more of a detraction oh i know what you're saying <laughs> what you're saying there. <laughs> of course but you know what's funny about this the whole scenario um that but how could the comments be more than the i guess if you posted them all and they wouldn't even fit in your audio section you know like as the, the thing is going it's just like oh my god there's like a fireworks of comments coming. let me tell you though this is what i think people don't notice with anchor even though mm-hmm. you don't make them as pop-ups 
they still can be read by anybody who goes to the comment section. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's where, you know, the real trolling could take place. I mean, that's why I guess it can. And that's where it is a different lane because it brings back the old anchor where anyone can reply. You don't need no permission. You can do what you want. And I do notice some people who tend to be more of that old elk are more cavalier with the comments than the actual audio back and forth. Oh, yeah, because they know they know the they know the call-ins probably wouldn't get posted or they're afraid they or, or they want that um, yeah, control. Yeah, they're just afraid. Or they want that control. Like, or just to say a little bit, right? Like, or they have the editing function. Like, they, you know, because before they post, like, it's hard to take back your words once you've said them. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one strategy. But you know, once you're writing stuff down, you can easily take it back, and you can easily delete it. You know, and it doesn't make as much of an impact when somebody reads something as opposed to when they hear something. Like when you hear something, you're you're prone to because there's more emotion packed into whatever's being said so yeah and and by no means is this bad it it adds to the conversation in different ways but it definitely brings out different personality types when it's texting uh comments so it's something for the content creator to learn to use to their ability pay attention to those comments add comments and also if it's good shit included in your next segment you can really get something juicy out of it if you pay attention the right way and if you're looking for the right things and it could even bring about more conversation what do you mean by that give me an example because i love these examples i'm learning a lot so basically right let's let's say example for me today Lori of insatiable um she was responding to something uh, in comment form as a response i had made to her and in that it was something she said that was, I was like, oh, we could use this. This could be a whole thing. So that's exactly what I did. I made it into a segment, something that she kind of said offhanded, you know? Okay. Okay. So did you did you just totally branch off and not have that kind of response thing? Or you just made it its own thing? Like you just took it to a different place because you got inspired? Yeah, exactly. It was like a great starting point. And when I did the audio, you know, I, you can go anywhere with the audio. Once you start yeah. talking, you're you're naturally going to think of other things that tie into it. And that's what I did. And that's where I came up with the can you coach people who are bad at sex? Can you make it better? Right. True. True. Oh, definitely. I mean, everything's coachable. You know what? Everything's a skill. Like some people's going to take longer to get there. You know, you probably want a natural dancer. Somebody's been dancing good. They got control of their body, some flexibility. But, you know, anybody could get down on it they just gotta you don't want to exactly and that was and for those that are listening you can catch more of that convo going on on my station uh, by the time this is up it'll probably still be there but yeah i was saying that i think men we don't know what bad sex is from women you know we just we just oh, yeah. know to put it in that hole <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh man even when it's bad it's still pretty good shit right yeah, we can work with that like Oh my God! Yeah, like yeah, like I, the the best line I ever heard in my life was from that movie. What you call it? Sleep, man, woman of some. I forgot what it was, but basically, Julia Roberts was like, "Yo, fucking eat the cupcake. You ain't never seen a guy walk out on you when you get naked because you're five pounds overweight or some shit. Like the guy will not walk out. Mm. Ladies, trust me, he's there. He love you. 
all of you. You don't have to be like super fucking wafer thin and shit. Right? We're not that hard to please, even though we will pretend like we are. <laughs> yeah, we'll say we like this type of woman or whatever. And if we single and we get the type of woman that ain't the type, oh yeah, we'll hit. We still, we still oh, smash. The type. We won't, oh. we won't brag about it to our boys. You know, we'll make up some shit. But yeah, that that'll happen. But how about this though? What if it is the best sex you ever had? You might not. You might even go back for that shit, man. That might be like that secret, you know, hole in the wall lunch place. That <laughs> they got. They got they got like the D healthy rating. They got the D and shit on the wall. But that shit like, really is you. good. Oh, it tastes so good. <laughs> it, t- it just tastes so good to watch. You don't want to let nobody know then. Then you're going to oh. really lie so nobody can even oh, think. And- <laughs> That's right. You're keeping that secret for yourself. Finger licking good and everything, boy. You just got to <laughs> You know, that secret hideaway place. Oh, definitely, man. You know we all got some of that. That's why we are stirring the pot, because what we put into this damn pot, no, but we don't even know what the hell ingredients we putting in after a while. We just, this shit just going to taste good. It don't matter. That spicy makes it just going to taste good. That's right. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping it real when it comes down to it, you know, and that's the thing I think we could talk about, too, a little bit. The audio experience, man. I feel like for a long time, I just love seeing the ladies out here doing their thing because, I feel like audio has always been like a male-dominated genre. Even the women that are, mm. you know, announcers or whatever, just sound so kind of maleish in a way. You know, like um, you know, like newscasters and stuff like that. They they sound so robotic because they're reading those scripts and shit. Right. So anyway, I feel like it's one of those things where it, it needs more personality and just you know anybody anybody that's open and doing their thing, cutie girl, whatever, whatever. As long as. As long as the ladies are here. And isn't that ironic? You know, I opened up the show talking about how women are so much better communicators than men, yet they're too busy doing whatever they're doing that they don't, you know, they don't spend their time on here, you know? It's probably because they got too many dudes in their inbox. Well, I remember talking about this on Anchor. A subject came up of why weren't a lot of women using Anchor. And there was some subject to the degree of, well, men just love to hear themselves talk, so it's perfect for them. <laughs> Whereas women, okay. they talk more with their friends and, and stuff like that, so they express themselves like that for so long that they don't necessarily need to do it out in the open. So I don't think this Got is it. really the case with the new anchor now. Now with the new anchor, it's not even a shock anymore to hear a female just talking on a microphone. Like you are saying, like on Anchor 1, it was like every now and then oh, yeah. a female. It's so rare. Yeah. It's so rare. It was good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was you remember how happy we were when Mars was on there? Like it was just oh, yeah. it was like, whoa, a female, young female, cool. It was just it was so exciting. Like now it's just like, you know, it's so much females on Anchor Two now that man, I'm just I'm just sitting back and happy. It's it's just a joy to hear a woman's perspective. Because like you said, and, and, and then, you know, you include me in my 15 years of social audio. It's been a lot of men in that time, in that time period. So it's always good right. to hear women. Yeah. If you ever think of your heroes and stuff like that, that's what it is. It's usually guys doing their thing and this, you know male dominated uh you know ways of expression and ideas and business this and money that and you know all right i get it it's cool but yeah how refreshing is it just to have you know there you go uh uh, victoria bacon i won't call her vicky because you know 
got respect and love for her. Yeah. But she's doing her thing with, you know, the, the six kids and talking about, and it's interesting as hell, right? Like, it's good stuff. You got Sahas kids over yeah. there. She's uh, she's blowing it up. Stay-at-home mom society, bringing, like, respect to that. And she does a lot, you know, for the, for the kids, for this, that, you know. She makes what could be a quote-unquote boring type deal not boring at all. So, fuck yeah, man. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I think the, the funny thing is, I think... The people who just have great way of speaking and are doing the regular shit are almost more interesting than the people that are trying to do that heavily research thing. Talk about authenticity, right? Because if I wanted that heavy research stuff, I'd be Googling something, you know? I don't really want it to be smacking me over the head on Anchor or anything I listen to, to be frank. Exactly. And I think what, what you are alluding to is that it's just when you're listening to a voice, man... When you hear a voice that just is charismatic, bubbly, fun, it just sounds great. You know what I mean? It just sounds, it's just something about it. Now, let's take, for instance, Seeking Plum. She is a very oh, intelligent yeah. woman, but it's a way Super. in which how she has this natural feel on the microphone where it sounds nice to hear her intelligence. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like, you know, it's this, um, just this stoic belittling yeah 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 it's just not coming at you right yeah she just has a very attractive her voice is extremely attractive i just will say it this is extremely attractive absolutely instant fave like if you hear her you'd like you can't stop and notice and then the way she brings you along for the journey of discovery that she's on because she's always on not like oh i'm gonna feed you my opinion She's more like, oh, check out this fact, and this is my opinion. So I like the fact that she, you know, puts out her opinion, talks about how she has, yeah, an amazing time doing her thing. Yeah, it's 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 the voice too. I can't, you know, I can't deny it. Hey, you got it. You got it. Yep. And there's many more you can name, um, but it's just it's a lot more females on Anchor, and they definitely mix up the culture where it can be so heavily dominated by men, which I think can be bad because I think men tend to brood over um, like ego more and it's about who is the best and number one and all that type of stuff. I don't hear females talking that number one shit. Oh, really? Oh, man. But you know what? We don't hear females talking about who got the biggest dick, but you know they're talking about who got the biggest dick sometimes, <laughs> too, Duan. You know, I, I just hate to tell you, man, it's just not happening in front of us. That's all. That's all. But we love you girls. Listen, y'all number one in my book. No, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. There have been a couple of females who have kind of alluded to this need to, to kind of conquer anchor in a way. And um, it's interesting. You know, um, well, not conquer anchor, but they definitely feel like they are doing. They're yeah, they're competitive. And it's yeah. interesting to get that sort of energy from people because I'm I'm competitive as shit uh, and humble about it. Sometimes sometimes I brag about it, but it comes with the territory. It's a part of that game sort of um, perspective uh, with social media because it is. In some ways, cater to that. That's why they have a leaderboard. That's why they have, you know, the number of the listens, because they didn't even have to do that, really. They could just, no Here's listens at do. all. We will set up. Put your hands up if you love. This is Tunnel Vision. From planet to planet. Solar system to solar system. From galaxy to galaxy. 
Hold on to your underwear. It's... Come in, please. Uncensored. Service message from way out. Hold on to your underwear. It's we care about your world. Stay tuned. And that little break was provided by the one and only, the one and only other, Unc Reg. Bless you, Unc Reg. Thank you for the music tracks. Yes, thank you a million. <laughs> so the one, I think. For this episode, we're coming back. Is there anything you want to end it? Well, the last thing, the last thing message I would say is that although it is an uphill battle with audio recording, podcasting, those that are listening and are fledging podcasters themselves, this is a thriving community that's on the rise, and people do want to listen to audio. People will listen again. You just have to stay consistent and know that this shit will blow up and people will eventually get tired of the same boring ass video skits on Vine and Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, I mean, once the shit is done, it's done. But even better, how about this? Even one better than that is if you don't reach the goal of, you know, like sometimes people forget about, they just look at the peak of the mountain. They're like, oh man, I want to climb the mountain. I want to be at the top. I'll be glorious. But there's so much to travel in between, so you better enjoy the ride. So if audio is at all enjoyable for you, if you want to get better in some skill, and trust me, there's no better skill than honing your audio skills, man. I'm telling you, so for anybody that's doing it and don't think that's the truth, yo, you might as well give up now. You know, you might as well just give up now. Exactly. Great words, Mo Mac. Um, keep fighting, keep doing your thing. And the intelligent people, believe it or not, want to listen. They want to listen to the words that you are saying. So it's important for you to make sure those words are bomb as fuck. I agree totally. And with that, Duan, I think we're going to end it tonight. We're going to end it wrapping up another beautiful and wonderful episode of stirring the pot episode 12 it's in the books it's done it's written so long y'all peace and love <laughs>